Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with his good friend, friend in the channel, content creator, Dion from Dion Talk. How you doing, buddy? Howdy. I am ready for surprise round four. Yep. I liked round three because we got to pick on Matt, and I left you speechless at the end. That was that's uh, it's only the second time I think I've done that. Yeah, I uh, I'm not very often speechless. I usually pretty quick. I had no no response. I just stopped recording because. I didn't know how to finish that awesome story. So pay attention, folks. Episode number three left me speechless. This one, uh, this one we're going to start because I'm going to be a little irritated, which often isn't good because uh, uh, an irritated Michael is not often fun. And this is actually a feed uh, that I got from Bigger Pockets. In fairness, I have not seen the video. I don't watch their stuff. I think it's very skewed to their world and making millions of dollars selling books and all this other stuff that they've grown into. Uh, but they had a video that was titled, or at least the thumbnail is titled is cash flow becoming worthless. And as someone who uh, lives on cash flow, uh, that kind of annoys me. So Dion is cash flow becoming worthless. So I'm, I'm glad you reached out to me to talk about this because I am a bigger pockets fan. I, found their uh, blogs in the early, you know, mid 2012, 13, 14 area. Uh, they weren't even doing videos yet. And I was able to educate myself to figure out small multifamily house hacking. So I kind of owe bigger pockets, the community a debt. And so I will say oh, yeah. the real estate podcast with David Green and Rob Bilt, you know, the, who replaced Brandon Turner is for larger investors who do syndications, uh, accredited investors, People are growing large businesses. They have made the Real Estate Rookie podcast if you've done 10 videos or, or 10 videos, 10 deals or less. So they have content for that new investor, which is what I want to focus on and what, I'm, what we focus on together. So they have content for that. But the problem is the new investors here, Bigger Pockets, yeah. people like me have recommended Bigger Pockets. So they don't go Bigger Pockets Real Estate Rookie. They go Bigger Pockets. And then they're going to find David Green and Rob Bill talking about. Yeah. We've had so much appreciation for the last two years. Look at the millions of dollars in net worth. My net worth changed by over a million dollars in two years, not from cash flow, not from principal pay down, not from W2. I didn't make not make a million dollars in my W2 or a tenth of that. Yeah, I made a tenth of that. But appreciation in those magic two years where we had a pandemic and demand skyrocketed and supply stayed the same. So yeah, if you look at an IRR, which cash flow is projecting usually the next few years to determine whether an investment is worth pursuing or not, an internal rate of return is best used on the last few years to figure out what you actually made. We can see appreciation was the game changer, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that's going to happen in the next two years. So to me, that's kind of a dangerous title. Although I get YouTube, that you want someone to click on your thumbnail, so you want to make it kind of mysterious to the brain. So you don't have the answers. So you click on the video to get the answers yeah. and they get views. So it works. Yeah. So first, I guess, let me give a shout out to bigger pockets. I found bigger pockets back in 06, 07, back when they hadn't written a book back when Brandon Turner was an intern back when Josh Dorkin was doing this out of his basement. I was one of Josh Dorkin's first hundred interviews. Um, you could still see me with my puffy cheeks. I can't believe how fat I was in that video. Um, I was a featured presenter at the first Bigger Pockets event in Colorado. Um, so again, I owed them a bunch back when uh, Jay Scott was, you know, he was still flipping home. So I, I, I've been with them a long time. I knew them when they were tiny. But they've, um, 
they've changed in my opinion. Uh, there was probably, I guess there was an acquisition some time ago. Uh, the focus has changed. I think they're mainly a publishing house now. Uh, I don't think there's the same. It was, again, I was a featured, I was a weekly blogger back when um, Brandon was an intern. In fact, Brandon Turner is the reason I left Bigger Pockets um, because he wanted to adopt all of these rules to make writing for the blog harder. And I was a full-time employee traveling all around the world. I'm like, dude, you're, I've got an hour to write this. You're making it a five-hour exercise. I can't do it. So the reason I left Bigger Pockets was Brandon. Um, so yeah, it's they've they've earned they've earned their following. Uh, I applaud them. I'm sure their events are awesome, and I'm sure they're they're it's it just feels to me like um, they've forgotten the little guy. Everything I've watched and people send me stuff all the time and I don't watch a lot of it, but anytime they're talking about mobile home parks or, um, you know, the next hundred thing they're going to do, it's like, guys, where, where's the house? Where's the duplex? Where, where's bigger pockets? 07. When we were just trying to figure it out and, and Josh Dorkin was trying to change servers and it was, it was, it's just, it just feels like they've lost a the little guy. Um, these, their, repu their reputations, their name brand, they are a brand now, right? David Green is a brand. I think, big, I think, I think um, Brandon left Bigger Pockets because he realized his brand, Brandon Turner, the brand, was probably more valuable standalone than under the umbrella. I don't know that for sure, but that's a pretty good guess. Um, but I think, they've, I think they've forgotten the little guy. And when you put out things that say, is cash flow worthless or don't bet on cash flow, it's like, guys, <laughs> you know, you forgot the little guy. It's, it, it's, it, it hurts, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, they also had the video that came out recently on don't retire on cash flow. Oh, my God. I saw that. <laughs> right. So if, if you need $2,000 a month to survive and you invest in real estate to where you have $2,000 a month in cash flow, if everything goes perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you don't retire then. No. But when you have 6,000 coming in a month and you only need two, Seven, or seven. I needed less than five and have almost like 14. So it makes sense. I can handle a 50% loss across the board and still not be taking money out of pocket. Sure. But it's still retiring on cash flow. So Absolutely. to word it, don't retire on cash flow. It's the whole point of the content. And the thing that I really like about one rental at a time is. You, one of your rules, not rules, one of your suggestions, get to four. Life changes yeah. when you get to four, right? Did you stop at four? No. no. Right. But we still talk about get to four because it's attainable. Yeah. Buying a 250-unit trailer park, mobile home park, whatever the correct yeah. verbiage is, investing in a syndication as an accredited investor. While you can make money if you're the content creator who needs accredited investors, sure. But that's not going to benefit the people. And I think, and this is, um, I, I look at it like a superpower. I run a truck driving school. Mm -hmm. There's a class that starts every Monday. We have five campuses. Every single Monday, there's a class starting somewhere. And while we've been doing this for years and, and the skill set is just completely subconscious, that Monday is day one for a person who's never sometimes touched a clutch, been in a vehicle bigger than a van. And so it's Groundhog Day over and over every day, reset from zero. So when I talk about content for real estate, no matter how 
what happens to my portfolio or what I invest in the future, my target is that person starting out, get to four. This is how big of a life change happens in those beginning steps. And, and I, I have to agree with you. As big of a fan as I am with bigger pockets, they're nailing it with the real estate rookie um, show, but it doesn't say bigger pockets on it. When people Google bigger pockets, they end up at the bigger pockets real estate show, which gives you 3,000 foot concept view, mm -hmm. but not day to day actionable steps like you get from our content or from mm -hmm. the real estate rookie show. The reason we do videos every week is because I want to help that person go from zero to one one to four, maybe four to 10. At that point, I'm going back to zero, right? I'm going to, I just, that, that is more life-changing talking at the, the, you know, the 250 mobile home park or, or whatever you're doing now, you're already helping rich people, right? You are, you are farming for accredited investors in my world. That's already rich. It's, um, it's disappointing, right? These, these individuals, in my opinion, are already rich, already make more money than they need, but they're still feeding their business. Lift your head up. Go back to the original mission of bigger. I mean, I don't know if many people realize this. I, I, there's probably 100 people that know this. I still have this shirt. Bigger Pockets event in Denver. Josh Dorkin printed a t-shirt one time. I think there's a hundred of them in existence. I found it yesterday. It, it says um, bigger pockets. And on the back, it says minor, mine are bigger than yours. Josh thought that was so funny, right? The double entendre of that. Um, we were all trying to get our pockets bigger. We were trying to help everybody. We weren't trying to feed Brandon Turner's next syndication. Man, let's go help the little guy get their pockets fat. I mean, that was the whole reason bigger pockets is called bigger pockets. Let's help everybody. I think they've lost their way, my opinion. So to round out the video, mm -hmm. the thumbnail that said, let's make a video about this was David Green on yep. a thumbnail saying, cash flow is cash flow worthless. I think I should look up exactly what it says, but it's so in your own words, is cash flow worthless? Yeah, that's exactly his title. Is cash flow becoming worthless? Okay. No, cash flow is everything. Cash flow is everything. First, it, it sets you on the path to a better financial future. When you can start buying back your time that I call freedom dollars, life changes. When you get to a point where it's even, it's life changing. When you get back to a point where it's 4,000 and you need 2,000, you have freedom. Then you could start building legacy wealth. This is a journey you are on and cash flow is the gas, the oil, the blood, whatever the thing is for you. Cash flow, cash flow makes this thing go. Cash flow is not worthless. It is not becoming worthless. It never will be worthless. Just because you got a part of something and it went up 100% because of some pandemic and the Fed had rates too low for too long and you want to pound your chest because you got freaking lucky. This is all cash flow. If you bet on appreciation, you will eventually go broke. There are five ways to go broke in real estate. One of them is betting on appreciation. I have friends who are very rich who bought properties where alligators on purpose. Once the market goes against, even rich people let them go because it's just not worth it. Don't you ever bet on appreciation. It is not a part of any of my calculations. It happens. 
It's all of this. Cash flow is everything. It is not worthless. Yeah, perfect wrap up. There we go. Where can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And I bet not on bigger pockets anytime soon after this comes out. <laughs>